Hello, and welcome to Soren with the Magic Our Way podcast. My name is Mr. Mononymous, and I'll be your chief flight attendant today. We'll begin boarding in just a few minutes, but first I'd like to acquaint you with the rest of your flight crew. First, we have your pilot and co-pilots, Kevin and Danny. These artistic buffs will launch you from New Orleans to soar over all things Disney. Your entertainment director is Ivory Comics proprietor Eli. Be sure to check your in-flight magazine for a sneak peek at his comic, Project Geisha. Nice work, pal. Soon you'll be airborne. If you or your little aviators would like to reach the flight crew at any time, be sure to check out magicourway.com, where you can find links to Facebook, Twitter, email, or send in a voicemail. And, of course, you can book your next Soren flight with your platinum-level earmarked travel agent, Lee Lastavica, from Magical Moments Vacations. Remember, you've got a friend in Lee. Okay, let's review. Kevin, Danny, Eli Lee, Artistic Buffs, Disney stuff. Anything else? Oh, yeah. Chombo, everyone. Rambe. Jumbo, everyone! Harambe! And welcome to another edition of the, the Magic, Magic Our Way Podcast. Podcast. Well, weekends, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another episode of the Magic Our Way Podcast from New Orleans, Louisiana, in the United States of America. My name is Kevin. And I am Danny. And tonight uh, on our show, we have with us Lee. I'm not Lee. Lee's not even on here. No, he's not. <laughs> he is on assignment, as a matter of fact. He is. He is uh, off in the world. Uh, what is he doing? Counting, counting I'm sure, shoes or counting something. Journeying. He's a journeyman right now, <laughs> counting <laughs> shoes of sorts. But if you wanted to book a vacation, man, you look, you know, Lee Lastavica at magicarway.com. Counting vacations. Counting vacations. That's Counting what bananas. That's what he, he's off booking vacations for a lot of our clients. Counting like your dreams. Yes, making your dreams. So, and of course, that voice you heard, guys, is our comic guru, our Marvel ace, Mister Eli Ivory. How you doing, Eli? Oh, good, good as always. How's it going out there? But we can land. We can land is rocking and rolling, man. March Madness is in effect. How you like I'm that? So anyway, guys, we got a great show lined up for y'all, man. We have. Mr. Tony Casanova of Dizzy by the Numbers, or the podcast he does, Disney Parks Podcast. Mm-hmm. And he's here to talk about his new book that he had coming on. So definitely check that out. You know, he's got a lot of different stories that he, to relate to us, not about his book, but it was, uh, as well as the entire Disney universe in and of itself. Yeah, more than likely, guys, this is going to be a two-parter. This will be a two-parter because there's a lot of information. So we're going to isolate the stuff with his book as a main show. And then we just started having a conversation with Tony, man, regarding different Disney things. We just talked Disney. Lots of good information for you going to Disney World, yes. uh, hanging out in the world, different places to go to eat from a guy who's lived there for the longest time. Mm-hmm. But uh, first, we want to do one show just pertaining to his book. His book, yeah. Given yeah. the respect of him and his product to go ahead and cover that first before we go ahead and get on to other matters. Other matters, yeah, the fun stuff. And the other matters, man, are great because he gives you some little tips and gems, especially some places to eat, which I would have never thought of. So, guys, looking forward to a great show. And if you stay towards the end, he is going to give you a trivia question, guys. If you get it right, you go ahead and you email us at magicourway at gmail.com. You go ahead and you email us the answer. The correct answer. The correct answer. <laughs> and uh, even if it's the incorrect answer... Whoever gets the closest is going to win a free autograph signed and numbered copy of Tony's book. Free. Well, how about we do it Price is Right style, man? The closest without going over. <laughs> how about that? Closest without going over. I like it. Yes. Yeah, so place your bids, Moeekins, man. And if there are a few of you that actually nail it right on the head, or a few of you that are tied for the closest, we'll pick randomly between you participants and we'll get a winner from that. And he will send you a book that is signed by him. As well as numbered. The books that you buy straight from Tony will be numbered. Uh, the ones you get off of Amazon or the Kindle, he can't number those. So they're not as special. But they're nope. still good. The con- the, if you're not into all that, the content is still the same. It's still great. But man, you know, Tony's, Tony's there. He's willing to sign it for you. He's willing to number for you. Do it. And look, if you do buy a book off of Amazon and you happen to find them in the parks, and if you follow him on any of the social media things that we're going to post in our show notes, he will definitely sign it for you as well as number it. So that, that, that could be a good little boom for you there if you happen to get it off of Amazon, however you want to do it. So, guys, we're looking forward to a great show, man. Enough of our jibber-jabber. Let's go make some magic. 
Today on the Magic Our Way podcast, we present a gentleman who is a former Walt Disney World cast member. He is the proprietor of DisneyByTheNumbers.com and co-host of the Disney Parks podcast. Fellow Moeekins, ladies and gentlemen, we present to you Mr. Tony Casanova. How you doing, Tony? I am doing fantastic. No. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm doing great, guys. I'm having a good time. Oh, good, man. Thank you for joining us on our show, man. We're uh, glad you could join us and uh, talk Disney and talk about your latest projects. We're always talking about being creative here on the show. Uh, we were dealing with two artists. Well, three artists, right. two visual, one performing, and we're always talk- encouraging our listeners to be creative with us and everything else, and you have created something yourself, man. You've created a little piece of literature that I think every Disney fan should be to take part in. So, um, been a journey. Yeah, a bit of a journey. Well, let's, let's, go ahead. Well, let's go ahead and start there, man, and then we'll have all the fun afterwards. Let's handle the business now and party in the rear. How about that? That sounds great. All sounds right. great. So you've got a book, man. Tell us. Yeah, yeah, I do have a book. Uh, it started a long, long time ago, uh, back in the 90s. I'm holding in my hand uh, what I had as a cast member, uh, a little pocketbook that they used to give us that's called That's a Fact. Uh, this one is dated the fall slash winter of 95-96. So this is when and, you were a cast member? I'm sorry, I don't mean to refer Yeah. Uh, as okay. a cast member, they used to hand these out. Uh, used to get them in your break rooms and things like that. Okay. And it was a little book with uh, important phone numbers and uh, information about the resorts and things. But also, and it was uh, facts, like talking points that you would use uh, if you ever you know, came upon a guest and didn't know what to talk about. They'd have these little facts that you can talk to them about. And they were all you know, fun and entertaining. Uh, and I was, you know, I was like, wow, this is fascinating, all this stuff that's in here. And uh, when I left Disney, uh, I was only there about a year. I went back to Jersey, and uh, I took the book with me. I actually took a bunch of them with me uh, from different uh, uh, times and mm-hmm. months and things. Because I think one came out every month uh, or every maybe other month at the time. Uh, now these things don't exist. Uh, you can find them in you know, stores like Theme Park Connection uh, because crazy people like me go to sell them right. or try to buy them. Uh, and then, uh, then after that came uh, uh, the History sh- uh, Channel shows. Okay. You know, all those shows that they made about the Magic Kingdom and Epcot. Yeah. Oh, I, got yeah. on, I got them on DVD, man. <laughs> Everybody's got them on DVD yeah. now. And they had a lot. I mean, if you go back and listen to those, a lot of facts. They were just you know, talking about the length of tracks and how many magnets and, and, and TTA and all these crazy things. So I said, wait, wait, wait. I started recording them on VHS back then. <laughs> mm-hmm. And I, I went back and I started writing them all in a book. And I, I actually I still have that book. It's a little notebook I had. Started writing all the facts down. Uh, the notebook went to Excel. And then this crazy guy was on television uh, with a show called uh, Call for Help with Leo Laporte. Okay. And that may be before a lot of people's time <laughs> that are listening. But uh, there was a show and it was primarily uh, for technology geeks. And it was like how to fix your computer and things like that. And he had on uh, this software called Rapid Weaver. Mm-hmm. And the idea behind it was for anybody, you can just go in there, you type whatever you want to write about, and hit the publish button. And if you had a domain, it would publish the website. It had a theme. It had all these different uh, utilities that you could add in if you needed to, you know, like RSS feed and email and contact us and all those things. <laughs> wow. And it was the simplest thing. I was like, well, this is great. I don't need to know anything about uh, publishing or HTML or coding. And this was way before WordPress and Joomble and all those other things are out there. I said, well, this is great. The only problem was it only ran on a Mac computer. Mm. Well, <laughs> okay. I went out and I got a Mac computer. I went out and got Rapid Software. Uh-huh. And I took all my facts from uh, Excel and loaded them up and boom, published a website called Disney by the Numbers. Mm. And the only uh, constraint that I laid on myself was that my little niche was everything had to start with a fact. Mm. Okay. And that was it. Published a website. I figured, well, if not anything else, uh, at least all the facts are out there. And uh, I'm not, I can't say that I'm done. I started then doing more research and trying to collect more facts. And dig- we really started then digging into the research part of uh, what became Disney by the Numbers. And people started coming. I started getting email from people like, hey, I used, uh, I'm a high schooler and I used your you know, facts for 
uh, a research paper or uh, I was doing a thesis in college and I was using your facts uh, for a thesis. Uh, so, you know, I said, like, wow, this is, you know, cool. People are using this information. Wow. And, and this uh, launched when? I'm so, what was this? This was, uh, it'll turn, I'll be 10 years old, the site will be 10 years old in January of uh, 2017. Oh, okay. Wow. Yeah. So it's been out there <laughs> a long time now. Yeah. Uh, and, uh, you know, I had a lot of fun. And, uh, you know, I said to myself, well, you know, what would be the next logical step from website? And, well, I said, well, let's try and put it in a book form. Mm-hmm. And I sent out many, many, many. I bought a book on how to get a book published. Nice. <laughs> and, <laughs> yeah, that sounds crazy. And, and there's a guy who, you know, got $11 for me on. That makes sense. That did, makes sense. But did it work? <laughs> well, it, it kind of did. So what he doesn't tell you is where to get all the addresses and, and contact oh. information, uh, you know, uh, you know, where do you find book publishers? You know, right, right. Everybody yeah. knows like I Random House. All right, great. Then where do you go from there? <laughs> Once you check that off your list, oh, <laughs> <laughs> you know. So uh, there's actually a um, uh, like a huge. It's like the size of a dictionary, a size of all of the publishers in the United States. Wow. And I'm like, oh, great. Now, how do you take that and whittle it down to people that would be interested in a book about Disney? So I'm like, all right, let's start with travel and tourism. You know, maybe somebody like that would mm-hmm. be interested. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I just sent out, I don't know, many, many letters uh, to many, many different publishers. And all I kept getting was rejection letters. I never really stopped. I just, you know, kept on going, kept on going. And, uh, you know, one day I, I was listening to, I think, somebody – a podcast, I can't remember who, uh, Jim Corcus was talking about his book. All right. I said, okay. Oh, wow. Let me find out where Jim publishes his books. And uh, I found out it was this uh, company called Theme Park Press. And I sent uh, the guy over there, the editor in charge of the company, uh, Bob, a letter. I said, here's my idea. He goes, yeah, I'll publish that. Oh, great. <laughs> he goes, well, how much of the book do you have written? I said, well, I've been doing it for seven years, Bob, all of it. <laughs> I'm done. I just need somebody to put it into print. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so we worked on it for about a year, and uh, a year later, out came uh, uh, the book Disney by the Numbers. Um, that's it. it it's uh, finally in print. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, it's a great book. You know, to take in the parks, to give to your kids. You know, uh, I was just recently in the park with my nieces and nephew. And I was telling them, you know, all these these facts. Like, oh, wow, Uncle Tony, you're fantastic. You know all this great information about Disney. <laughs> Where did you learn it? Tell us more about that. Tell us more about that. What about that? So, you know, it's kind of fun because, you know, with kids, uh, at least younger kids, right. uh, you, you can kind of almost be entertaining to them. You know, so uh, if you don't know a lot about Disney and you want to be, you know, super dad or super mom or super uncle, Take the book with you, right? And you can, you know, tell kids different facts about the different attractions that they're on, or you know, going to see or passing by or things like that. So that's that's kind of where it is right now. You know, uh, just having a lot of fun. Finally got it out there. Maybe there'll be a, a Disneyland version. Uh, you know, Disney, maybe some other parks. Maybe we can get some research done on the uh, international parks. Oh, that'd be great. Yeah, Absolutely. cruise line. Uh, I'm thinking of doing a. On my site, I have a little area called Dateline Disney, mm-hmm. and uh, it's kind of a chronological of uh, the way things have kind of happened. And I was thinking in a book, you know, you can have like a pullout section for like each decade, you know, pull out the 20s of the Disney company, the 30s, right. the 40s, and you can kind of see, you know, what happened that year or that decade. Um, you know, maybe, you know, luminaries that were hired, luminaries that left. Uh, when attractions started, when attractions closed, when yeah. parks open, you know, all those kind of things. So would, maybe something like that will happen. I would think that would, this would be like a great thing to have in line at the queue. Like whenever you're standing in line for 20 to 30 to 40 minutes waiting to right. get on an attraction, what a great way to entertain the, the party that you're with and just say, hey, by the way, do you know this? Or can you tell me that? So, uh, right. yeah. Yeah, it's perfect for that. Uh you know, I have an app that's out there. Uh, it's free. And, you know, what I kind of did is kind of sent you to buy the book mm-hmm. is you get about five facts 
and then it links you to the to the website to go get the book. So uh, nice. there is an app, but unfortunately, you're only going to get about five uh, facts, uh, uh, and then a link to uh, go buy the book. Right. So it's easy to just go buy the book. Right. And there is a Kindle version if you want to just put it on your smartphone. Okay. Uh, you know, you can take the Kindle version if you don't want to carry the paperback uh, throughout the parks, and uh, you get all the same information uh, in the Kindle version as you do in the paper. So can I ask you, how do you verify your facts? Do you go through Disney and do you, uh, is it a lot of research that you have to do independently? I mean, how do you, how do you go about verifying what uh, the facts are? Yeah, so if it comes from Disney, uh, Disney's press, Disney's media, uh, anything like that, I usually have to trust them. I mean, it is Disney. <laughs> I, I hope they know best. <laughs> uh, they so do we all <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah well that, that's true uh, you know I don't trust uh, Wikipedia because you know obviously anybody can post anything there mm-hmm. uh, you know you're supposed to reference a source and that may not even be valid or good information there right. uh, I try to get it from multiple places if I can confirm that the fact is in you know three places two to three places uh, then I'll, I'll say alright you know, it's, it's a confirmed fact. Let me publish that uh, and go from there. And, you know, I've had over the years people correct stuff, which is great. I love it. You know, cast members saying, hey, I work on uh, Jungle Cruise and we only have this many boats and not this many boats. So, you know, I'm all for that. Um, you know, and, you know, in my book, the publishers, you know, was kind of skeptical about publishing facts obviously mm-hmm. uh you know like uh there's one fact like there's you know 750,000 gallons of water in bay lake well is there really <laughs> how, how do right. you measure that uh and and probably that number varies by day by moisture by you know rain by you know whatever so you know you have to take it with a little grain of salt right that, you know if we're talking about water it's probably not an exact number yeah, that's almost that's almost common sense. It's like you know things are so. suddenly com- subject to change. I mean, you know, if you say it's like one inch is one day, it's not going to be like. I mean, it's it's an organic thing. I mean, come on. Right, right. <laughs> Do you right. ever rely on a cast member's knowledge and find out that the cast member ended up being wrong for any reason or? Uh, yes. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Wow, that was a quick answer. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I mean, cast members are only human. And you got to remember, like, if you're talking about, like, a, a say, a college program kid, you know, they've only been told what somebody in traditions or their manager or their shift supervisor has told them. Right. You know, where that came from, you know, who knows? You know, a lot of it is, you know, Disney myth and folklore and, and that kind of stuff, too. So I don't always take it. I'll say, oh yeah, that's a great fact. I'll you know, I'll I'll write it down, put it in my iPhone or whatever, and then I'll go check that somewhere. I'll maybe mm-hmm. go to guest relations, and say, hey, did you know that you know, blah blah blah, and they go, oh, that's not really true. <laughs> <laughs> Those kids. <laughs> <laughs> I won't go say, well, you know, Susan over in uh, Space Mountain said, you know, I I, I don't want to get anybody in trouble, so right. I'll just say, all right, thanks, you know. And they'll say sometimes, hey, do you know how long or, you know, they'll say, oh, we really don't know or I'm not sure or I can't tell you, you know, whatever their Disney legal departments told them to say. So so if you come up with a figure like, and, and you, you, you're you pretty much sure, okay, by the numbers, this is accurate, you will go to Disney Guest Relations and say, hey, look, I got this figure. Uh, tell me, I've heard this. Is this is this accurate? Yeah. Yeah. And if wow. they say, well, yeah, we, yeah, that's true. I'll say, all right, thanks. And I'll I'll trust them. You know, I don't have any reason not to. Well, right. no. Hopefully they're right. Um, and maybe I'll ask other people, too, you know, or uh, or I'll throw it out on the Internet and say, hey, does anybody know, blah, blah, blah. And, you know, now with my site and the, the Facebook and all that, there are cast members that sometimes will go out and say, well, I'll, I'll go check. Or I'll, I'll double check or I'll go find out or things like that. So, Oh, cool. Okay. Yeah. So they do help if they can. Uh, sometimes they're told not to confirm or deny or, you know, <laughs> like Father Father Guido Sarducci. Yeah. Yeah. It's not water. Can neither confirm nor deny. I know that nothing. Statement. I know nothing. What are you talking about? What are you talking? Exactly. <laughs> exactly. So you know, I get it. I mean, they want to keep some kind of magical, mythical, you know, uh, fantasy. Yeah, fantasy illusion. of you know what's going on behind yeah. the scenes. The magic of theater. Stuff yeah. like that. Yeah, the scene. Makes sense. You know, listen, I was a cast member. I worked backstage, and people always ask me, you know, when you worked there, did it ruin the magic? Well, no, because I can 
take the backstage thing and leave it backstage and still come on stage and still enjoy the show. You know, yeah, I know there's things going on back there, but I, I could put that out of my head. I'm an adult. Yeah, right. <laughs> you know, I don't need to think about what's going on back there. Oh, well, that know? sounds good. That's, uh, so can I ask you what you did? Uh, as a, in your, What was your role? Yeah, I was a security host at Epcot. Nice. Uh, and there were five security hosts in the entire park. Oh, wow. There were two in the back mm-hmm. in World Showcase, two in Future World, and one at the Turnstiles. And that was it. That does not seem like enough. <laughs> Especially during food and wine. <laughs> in 1995, it was plenty enough. Oh, <laughs> really? Wow. Yeah. 1995. So was that the, the Castle Cake years? One of the cast- yes. 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 Okay, I remember that now. Wow. <laughs> yeah. 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 And and even uh, one of the uh, one of the crazy things I did was uh, I was working the construction gate uh, at Animal Kingdom because that uh, did not exist. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's true. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. So uh, and let me tell you how glamorous that job was. It was uh, if you remember way 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 back a phone booth. Mm-hmm. Literally, that's what it was. <laughs> <laughs> it was a phone booth without the phone. That was your office. That was it. Hmm. There was no place to sit, no place to pee, nothing to drink. <laughs> oh, just this phone booth. Did, and you, did you have a good view? <laughs> was there a good nope, view? It or? was a view of dirt. <laughs> ah, okay, good. Natural earth and uh, Reedy Creek, everything. Yeah. Like, where's yeah. the biggest tree? I got to go and check it out really quick. <laughs> did you count the trees? <laughs> yeah. I should have been counting the trucks of dirt that were coming in and out. <laughs> oh. That would have been that. That would have been a cool number. Who knows that number? Yeah. Excuse me, sir. How did you know that number? Well, every day and then I, I counted should have the told trucks. everybody. All right, if you see a truck come in, just put a scratch on this window for me. Like right. little notches of conquest. Alone. Yeah, like two hours later, like, hey, you need another dope pad. Uh, and if you had to go potty, you had to get on the radio. You had to have enough time where you'd have to get on the radio and get somebody to drive over, and then you had to then drive to the bathroom. So oh, you had wow. to leave enough travel time for somebody to get to you and then for you to go somewhere. So they didn't even <laughs> so, give you a porta potty when no. you're working that security booth no. so you're in like, Animal Kingdom. Am I going to have to go to the bathroom in about 30 minutes? <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, wait, hold on. Let, let me call somebody. <laughs> wow. <laughs> and so uh, just out of curiosity, what was the response time for your bathroom calls? I would guess probably around 12 to 15, <laughs> depending on what somebody else was doing, too, and where they were uh, at the time because that was uh, back – uh, I think they used to come from a Disney Institute. Oh, wow. So that's all about well, where Saratoga is now. Yeah, right. Oh, that's a right. trek. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, yeah. You had to call just in time <laughs> to make yeah. that happen. You know, I think a lot of people, you know, did number one in the dirt and uh, just really <laughs> called for number two. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, this is an emergency, like a real emergency. That's Disney by the numbers right there. there yes. <laughs> Number one by the dirt, number two by yeah. the phone. Yeah, yeah so like the, that's how they get the new kids. Like, hey, if you got an emergency, it better be a number two because if a number one, just wait till the truck passes by. So that, it, can I ask you a question real quick, man? Tony, cool. uh, so, so you're Italian, right? Because I'm Italian. Uh, yep. Castle Nova, your name's Tony. You're from Jersey. You're not connected, are you? Uh, just <laughs> can I confirm? Or <laughs> Father Guido Sarducci. I just want to make sure that <laughs> yeah. this podcast may or may not be used against you. Third <laughs> trucks, right? You connected, yeah. Oh, that's outstanding. That's yeah, awesome. like you know, mm. Uncle Di calls him. Yeah, the trucks coming with the visor trying to take stuff over, so you know where to put them, right? Put them right there by the fishes. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. So. so what is it about uh, numbers? What, what, is, what started you? Were you good at math and, as a child? What, what made you, what, what the fascination with numbers? Where did that start? Horrible with numbers. Horrible it, with numbers. Hmm. Horrible. Horrible. And it's, you know what? It's really not about uh, the number per se as much as it was about the fact and the operational information. I mean, wow. I... Because, like, I pictured you as, like, John Nash from A Beautiful Mind, and, like, these numbers would pop out at you as you were walking through. It's not the numbers. It's it's the information. Yeah. yeah oh, has, okay, okay. Yeah, it has nothing to do with uh, numbers. I hate numbers. I hate math. <laughs> I can't balance my checkbook. Uh, you know, it, it for me, it's, you know, at my first trip was in 76. I was 13. You can do the math and figure out how old I am. Yeah. But, you know, I was there, and I, I was like, 
how does this all happen? How you know where are how are they serving this many hamburgers and French fries and drinks and where's all the trash going and you know how are all these cast members getting around? I was fascinated with all that. I wanted to know how it was all done. How do they do this every single day, day after day? It always looks the same. It is the same. You know how do they repeat this? And uh, for me, you know, it was all about that. And when my father had the chance to move down here. Uh, as brief as it was, and and he says, you know, does anybody want to go? I'm like, what? <laughs> I said, yeah, I'm coming. <laughs> and he says, well, what are you gonna do? I said, uh, well, I'll try to get you know transfer from my job, but if not, I'm going to work with Disney. <laughs> and uh, you know, I did. Nice. And uh, you know, and I was just fascinated. I said, I'll do. I went into casting. And I said, I'll I'll do anything. Right. I said anything, but I really don't want to do garbage stuff. <laughs> no, be because a, as an Italian from Jersey, you were used to dealing in sanitation, yeah, and you didn't want <laughs> that area. Right. Uh, uh, yeah, I said, really, I'll do anything. They're like, uh, well, you have a you know history of working in retail with loss prevention. How do you feel about security? I said, great, sign me up. Nice. And, uh, that was that. So, oh, you, so your first trip was when you were thirteen, back in seventy six, yeah. right? Okay. Yep. So were you a Disney fan before that? We, we always like to know like where the Disney origin, the Disney fandom for every one of our guests comes into play. So were you a fan before that or did it start when you first started going to the parks? Sunday night, television, World of Color, whole oh, family. There you go. You know, did that, mm -hmm. Mickey Mouse, uh, uh, Mouse Club. Right. You know, as a kid, you know, black and white back in the day, you know, before Britney Spears and Justin Bieber. <laughs> right. Uh, Justin Timberlake were, you know, the, the rage. Uh, you know, it used to be a black and white show. It was, right. uh, you know, a lot of fun. Mm -hmm. uh, Spin and Marty, uh, yeah. that kind of stuff. And Holy cow. Uh, on Saturdays, we used to go and get like, uh, you know, two cartoons and uh, two Disney cartoons and, uh, you know, like something like the Apple Dumpling Gang or, <laughs> oh, wow. you know, Yellow, or, you know, whatever yeah. Disney movie was in there, the, the theater, or maybe even an animated feature on top of that. Ah. Yeah. So, you, what is your favorite animated feature, if you don't mind my asking? Uh, if I'm going to say uh, Disney, Disney, Disney animated feature, it's Jungle Book. Uh huh. Nice. And if I'm going to say uh, anything other than that, it's Toy Story. Oh, wow. wow. Okay. Yeah. How does the uh, remade version of the Jungle Book look to you right now? <sighs> I don't know. <laughs> I have another you know, question to follow I have that one this up. weird thing with uh, you know why why remake something that's animated into live action what is the purpose I'm not I don't get that yet <laughs> thank you, you know? <laughs> it was perfect the way it was mm, yeah. thank you yeah. <laughs> you, release, you release a new version of it every 10 years why are you going <laughs> to ruin that with a, a, a lot I get it you know, once I see it and they put it all together, I'm like Maleficent. <laughs> no, oh, we boy. did a whole show on that one. Oh, yeah, boy. Then, yeah. All right, that was a little <laughs> interesting, but that wasn't really the story we were told. Mm -hmm. No, it was a. Uh, I, I compared. What? How did I call it? It was like a rape of the. Yeah, we source material. Try to be, we try to be nice now. Yeah, be nice. I'm, I'm, I'm trying to be, but I mean, it, they really did. I mean, they, they took the original source material and said, yeah, that's. Oh well and good and all, we're gonna make that different because right. it, the problem was um if Aurora's we, parents, it wasn't <laughs> it wasn't maleficent. So. <laughs> yeah. And I'm saying that nice. So, you know, are they trying to update it and modernize it for today's audience because it wouldn't like the animated thing's not acceptable? I I hmm. I I, I would love for somebody at Disney Disney to tell me why they're doing them. I would you know? I would agree with I would agree can, with Can that I answer on behalf of Disney? So I'll ask you this one question and then you can answer. Okay. So the other question you ask yourself: Are they going to take take live action movies and turn them into animated things? So I used to say that. You know, that's <laughs> a better way to go. I think like that used to be how it used to go when you were a kid and you would watch a, a feature film. And they would always inevitably turn it into a cartoon if it hit big. Right. You know, there would be the Ghostbusters cartoon. Yeah. Or the, right. You know, it, it always ended up translating like that. Right. The, going at the, the reverse direction. Um, and it takes longer and it's more expensive. Yeah. So why do you guys think they're turning them into live action films? Money. Yeah, that's, yeah. That's it. I, I, money. I, I, yeah, money. But also, like you said, I think having a, a newer generation of people mm -hmm. they, they're like yeah they don't read these stories they you know we could 
it's easier. I don't to know about tell. that. My daughter still watches the, the Scooby Doo episodes that I watched when I was a kid. I mean, children appreciate traditional hand drawn animation. They yeah. don't need it. Also about the storytelling aspect, like he was asking about, like you, like with the Maleficent movie. Is how it, you did? Is it the just, pace of the storytelling, or is it the? Well, I guess it, would it be the pace of the storytelling? Is it, is it quicker? I mean, I know it's quicker now than it would be then. Oh yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I would. I don't know. I would think that it was just something like, "Hey, let's make sure this relates to kids of today." Like, you know what I'm saying? So, like, if kids so are kinda, more yeah. angsty, you know, they said, "Let's just cater it towards them." So that brings but, me to my next question to you: What do you think about the the whole the uh, Peach Dragon thing that's coming about to come out? That's kind of along the same lines, you like, know. Yikes! Because uh, I, 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 I know, don't know. You, yeah. I, you know, I, here's the other thing: I try not to do. I try not to watch any of the trailers. <laughs> I don't want to see the movie in 30 second increments. Right, right. You know, right. and and Disney is great at that. I mean, every week they'll put out another 30 seconds. Oh, we we shot 30 seconds of film. Let's quick. Let's release it. <laughs> I don't want to see it in 30 second increments. I want to go in the movie theater and see it. You know, so I try not to watch anything. I've seen the the still photos and it looks interesting, but once again, why are you going to try and uh, you know remake that? You know, somebody uh, recently, I, I think I saw a rumor on the internet they were going to redo Mary Poppins, and I, yes, I heard. You know, I I really think uh, Mr. Sherman should step in and say, "Listen, dude, <laughs> all right, you have to stop there. Yeah, you, you you can't you can't make that into you know the the Broadway. If you've ever seen the Broadway show, and if if it's still out there, go see it because yeah. it's awesome. Not only uh, Kevin just got finished playing in it. I'm still playing it, actually. Oh, you're still yeah, playing it? Yeah. It's still going on? I'm yeah, sorry. I played when the Broadway tour came to New Orleans. I played it then, back in 2012, and I'm playing it now when a regional theater is doing it. So we got a two-week, a uh, three-week run, after, actually. So I just finished one weekend. Mm-hmm. So yeah, the Broadway show is great. Uh, I yeah, enjoy it. I saw it in Manhattan Yeah, uh, you know, on Broadway, and I, I was blown away. I was like, this is If you're going to take a, a, a Disney film and do something with it, that was the perfect thing to do with Mary Poppins. Yeah. Perfect thing. No, it was it great. It really celebrates the story and the music. Mm-hmm. And uh, I bet you can make a lot more money doing that than you can doing a film. Oh, I agree with <laughs> I that. I agree. I tell you what, that music's a lot of fun to play. I tell you what. That is- I bet. Great orchestrations, great- I mean, you know, Sherman Brothers, great stuff to begin- Great yep. source material to begin with, and then he just enhanced it, enhanced it for- a Broadway stage, you know, a couple of little things are a little bit different, but it works for the stage, you know, which is different than the movie. Yeah. Like, you right. know, they can't jump into a painting and like on stage like they do in the movie, but they can do other things that make it more just as interesting and just as magical, you know. Yeah, and, and just to clarify kind of what I was saying before, when, you, when I, my answer was money, they're banking on, you know, more and more you see them banking on properties that uh, that they've already had previous success. I mean, even even right. in the theme parks, I mean, so... You see, like, uh, I'll give you a perfect example. Last week, we had on our podcast uh, Paul Torgino, who uh, helped design Beastly Kingdom for the Animal Kingdom, which right. we didn't get, but we're going to get Avatar Land, which <laughs> I'm not really looking forward to. Um, but, I mean, they threw out a, a, a perfectly wonderful idea that was very well thought out, very well, you know, um, imagined very well, and, and they, they're yeah. just going to go ahead and bank on an existing property and I think that's what you see with, with the Jungle Book. It's like, let, let's go ahead and, and go forward with this as opposed to come up with something new. Yeah. It's, uh, uh, you know, I, I get kind of crazy when uh, they go outside of things they own and put them in the park and make a whole land out of them. Uh, I mean, they don't av- own Avatar Land. Right. So let's say Cameron gets a bug up his butt one day and says, you know what? I really don't like the whole thing over there, or I want to do something different. I mean, what is what's Disney's rights to that? Uh, you know, I you know, trusted. I I know they have a great legal department, and probably the contract is you know big enough for me to stand on and touch you know a thirty foot ceiling. But <laughs> still, I you know, it's something they don't own. They don't have the you know the physical rights to it, so they really can't expand it or make it bigger without you know Cameron's permission. Right. Um, and that's just that was just weird to me. That was a uh, money grab against uh, Harry Potter, mm-hmm. and unfortunately, those people down the street uh, can put up a, a hotel and a theme park before we can get Avatar Land de- uh, done. Yeah, they built Cabana Bay and they built Harry Potter Land 
uh, and the Transformer attraction and probably a list of other things that I can't even think of off the top of my head. All that in the we broke ground on Avatar Land. That was it. Yeah, that was it. Was a big announcement. <laughs> yeah, look at us with a half naked blue person. I mean, as, yeah. as, a, as a parent, and I'm pretty sure you're a parent, right, Tony? Yeah. As yep. a parent, do you want a picture of your child with a half naked blue person? No. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> and that's all there is to say about Avatar Land. No. no. <laughs> yeah. You know, listen. I'm, I'm sure it's going to be beautiful. Oh, it uh, is. I, I am sure. You know, Disney's goal, I think, on something like that and Toy Story Land and, and Star Wars Land is they want it to be uh, totally immersive. You know, when you walk into Avatar Land or Toy Story Land or Star Wars Land, they want you to make sure that you know that you're in that land. And, you know, uh, you know that is something that I think Disney does a little bit better than our friends at Universal. Yeah, but, yeah. yeah but, absolutely. Uh, I guess obviously it takes a lot more time to do that. Yeah, you know. Well, you, uh, you know, my thing was more of like again, like you said, I think it is going to be a beautiful park. I think it's going to be very well done. I, I for one, cannot wait to see the river journey that they're going to do. Right. The question isn't is it going to be well done by the Imagineers? The question is is was that the best property to put in that park? And Good question. Uh, I'd rather them own their own, but. Yeah. Anyway, enough of the negativity. Enough let, of, let, yeah, let, yeah, let's yeah, be positive. Enough of that jibber jabber. <laughs> enough of that jibber jabber. Let's get That's back right. to something positive. Let's get back to. I, I'd like to go back to your book real quick for for one minute here, because uh, I, I am curious about one thing here. Mm-hmm. All right. So you've collected this wealth of not. I mean, how many of these um, facts is, are just floating around your head? And I mean, like, can you recite like most? Like, do you stay up at night and like you're seeing things in your mind as these facts are? Floating through, or you, uh, what you call it? I mean, is this something that you actually have to look up yourself? I'm like, how many turkey legs did everyone eat last year? Like, is this something to where you know it off the top of your head? Or how how well ingrained None. is it? Zero. Zero. Zippo. Zippo. <laughs> oh. I, I, the only thing that I could probably tell you right now off the top of my head, because I just spoke about this <laughs> on another podcast, is there's about 750,000 gallons of water in Bay Lake. Right. Hmm. That's it. That's the only thing I know off the top of my head. If you were to ask me something else, I'd probably have to go look it up. And Which is uh, why you wrote the book. <laughs> that's exactly why I wrote the book. So they're written. Uh, yeah, so, you know, people that, you know, if I, we have a, a podcast meetup every month and people ask me things, well, well, how many blah, blah, blah? I'm like, I have no idea, really. I And literally, I'll pull up my website and then go looking for it. Right. <laughs> and they're like, well, I could have done that. Well, why didn't you? I, mean, I I I don't I can't memorize all of the all of these facts. Right, right. Um, you know, and every day out on Facebook and Google Plus, I'll post one fact uh, each day, and uh, you know, so maybe that'll stick in my head for a couple of days, and then poof, it's gone. You know, um, something else is you know taking its place. Right. Um, so yeah, I don't I don't try to memorize them. I, I've given up on that. Uh, one is they change a lot. And two is, I just have too many of them nowadays. <laughs> that makes sense. Now, do you, you get, know. like, emails from people, like, from different places, you know, asking you weird questions? Like, Tony, can you tell me um, how many X in... Uh, you like the Oracle. Yeah, I'm sorry. I'm, yeah. Kevin was trying to signal to me something. I'm sorry. Uh, do you get questions every, every day saying, hey, uh, you know, can you find out this for me? Or can you find out that? Usually the biggest question I get asked is uh, attendance. How many people go to the park every day? And that is a number that Disney does not release to anybody. You know, the only person that has a good inkling of that is Len. (laughs) 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 Outside of the Disney company. Um, You know, even, uh, you know, Disney obviously publishes a financial report, and those numbers are not even on uh, the financial reports. Not that it's a financial number, they also used to publish every year uh, a book of like uh, a facts. Um, I think they've ceased that even uh, lately. But even those books had nothing on uh, statistics. The only number that I've ever heard about of you know people and and property is they say on average on the average day. There's somewhere between 250,000 to 300,000 people on property. That's guests, employees, and vendors. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's a lot of people. I mean, that's, you know. So if I, like, if I threw out a number at you right now, if I said, um, Tony, 
3,000. Does that number, can you, can you in your head, you go ahead and give me what that would equate to? Nothing. Nothing. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I got nothing. I got okay. nothing. Um, I was kind of, I was kind of caught up in that one too. Yeah. <laughs> no, nah, I was curious. I mean, you know, yeah. going in line with the whole, you know, you, yeah, just you, the numbers where you, where you would pull them from. And, right. Yeah. 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 So like, there must be consistent new additions to this book. Like you said, every fact changes based on how much the park expands correct so yeah so you know my publisher was kind of uh, you know a little bit leery about you know obviously publish, publishing facts about disney because you know it is like this living breathing thing right uh you know he's got like two or three warnings in here you know about publishers no publisher this uh so yeah i mean things do change so you know can i do a, 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 you know probably the day this was published it was probably outdated right almost uh you know, because things change on a constant basis at you know Disney World and Disneyland, even for that matter. Uh, you know, the Hollywood Studios. You know, I could probably write that whole chapter all over again in 2020 when we have, you know, Toy Story Land and, and Star Wars Star Land. Land. Absolutely, that's well, where you get yeah. your second edition, third edition. Yeah, yeah that's yeah. what I'm saying. Like, there's nothing wrong yeah. with having an addendum to it. And sure. like you said, sure. I mean, like when everything changes in the parks, yeah. What every like I don't know how long it takes to publish a book, but like what do you say like every six months you like would send out an update via like the web or you know just yeah so yeah so that's interesting so um I know um Steve Barrett who does the Hidden Mickey books yeah I think he publishes a new edition each year and you know almost like the travel guides you know um you know the unofficial guide and Burbank yeah you know they do those every year uh. Could I do uh you know a Disney number of the facts every year? Yeah, I could probably publish a new version, you know, every year and say, hey, this is you know version two, and take out the old things, put in the new things, um, you know, rather than just publishing the you know addendum. And probably the great thing with something like a Kindle version is, uh, yeah, I could probably change them, you know, on the fly, and you can get updates, you know, monthly if uh. Uh, you know, if my publisher wants to go through that kind of trouble, <laughs> I mean, and maybe I should ask him, hey, you know, do you, do you want to change it monthly? We can do that. Um, well, you started something, you know, and, and yeah. So, yeah, I mean, yeah, talk to your guy. Be like, hey, you know, this book is out. It, it, it's it's selling. You know, I'm getting some hype on podcasts and stuff. So, you know, look, we got to put out a version every year because, I mean, like you guys said, the park is going to change. Yeah. And the next step, I think, uh, you know, I'd love to try and work on with the publishers, you know, trying to get them in the parks, uh, you know, with the, you know, the hitting Mickey guy. Because, uh, you know, a lot, you know, they're very defensive, and, and I can understand why, about, you know, books being in the parks. The only books that are in the parks are the ones that Disney publishes. Right. Uh, obviously, for certain reasons, because it's, you know, it's vetted through their legal department, it's published by uh, their organization, and it's usually nothing bad about Disney or the Disney company. But this is not my opinion in this book. No. These are just the facts of, of what's in your park. If you don't agree with them, well, they're the facts. I mean, you know, <laughs> that's it, huh? You know, how long Space Mountain Space Mountain track is, I didn't make that. You guys did. <laughs> right, right. You know, so, uh, you know, that would be, I, I'd love to see it in the parks because I think it would be a great book uh, for people to get in the parks uh, and use in the parks. You know, but uh, we'll see. We'll see if we can get that done. Uh, you know, I think he, my publisher, does have some kind of connection in that area. So we'll see if we can uh, get it. If oh, not, yeah. I may have to be knocking on Steve Barrett's door. Yeah, say, hey, Steve, tell, tell me who your guy is. <laughs> hey, do what you can. Hey, you got this far. You yeah, know there's books yeah. all over the park. I know that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that'd be great yeah. to see that. I, I, I definitely look forward to checking out your book. And, yeah. and, and and just reading through all that because I'm a junkie for all that kind of stuff. Of yeah, course. definitely. <clears throat> well, tell so. you, man, we're gonna have to get you back on the show, man, because we could sit here and talk Disney for <laughs> hours and hours on end. I got absolutely. Like, <laughs> one more. I got one more question for him, though. <laughs> all right, all right. Go ahead. How, how many times in a given week would you say you're at you're at a Disney resort, theme park, property of any sort? <sighs> That's a good question. I would say on average about three times a week, usually Friday, Saturdays, and Sundays. Nice. Wow. That's I'm, nice. I'm at a Disney resort or theme park, <sighs> except for June, July, and August. When it, okay, that makes sense. <laughs> <laughs> They're in the summer when it's months. 105 
and it's filled with tourists yeah. and it's sweaty and sticky and yeah. it's a sea of humanity, then no. I'm yeah. not there. We might be going uh, to Disney in June, which would, would be a first, because usually we try and go during the fall or the winter. So, yeah, uh, I don't blame not, you. Not not too much looking forward to that, but it must be great. Like Every single time you go on vacation, it's like, okay, guys, time to pack up. We're going to vacation. Vacation's about 12 minutes down the road. Yeah. <laughs> We're checking in. <laughs> Just a couple weekends ago, we you know had a little anniversary party for the podcast and the, the website and the book launch. Uh, and I, you know, we I stayed in uh, Kidani Grand Villa for two nights. Yeah, nice. <laughs> you know, I people are like, what do you do with your vacation points? Well, I use them at Kidani Villages. Use them at the Disney Resort, of course. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. What do you think I do with them? That You're makes like sense. the only person that goes on vacation that could still go back and feed the cats and go back <laughs> and be on the beach. <laughs> so, so everybody's like, well, what, what park did you go? I said I didn't go to any parks. Do you know what I paid for that room? I was in that room. From the minute I checked in to the minute I left. There you go. I hear that. <laughs> I didn't leave that room. <laughs> you actually got to enjoy the room. I like that. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Nice. And they're great. The Grand Villas are fun. No, yeah. Nice. Like we had that. a, uh, well, we had some podcast people during the day. Uh-huh. Uh, then we had a family and friends uh, cocktail party. We had about 30 people. Went through about nine bottles of wine, a couple cases of beer. <sighs> oh, let's see. That sounds like fun. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, next time we go down there, we're, we're definitely going to meet up. Yeah. <laughs> I have the yeah. term. We're, we're going to meet up with Tony. <laughs> we know how to have fun. Well, well we got to ask permission from the five families oh, we do. Yeah, we before. Do. We do. Yeah. <laughs> Kiss the ring. Yeah. Well, you have to put your submit, your request in right. <laughs> with send all due finger, respect. Uh, <laughs> send us a finger of a friend. We'll <laughs> where you, where you know these people? Why are you coming here for a vacation? Uh, we, we're pies on. I, I, I can talk like this. You guys, it's kind of racist. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, I've never been on the end of one. <laughs> it's funny. Every time uh, we do something and it's Italian on the podcast, uh, I usually wind up doing it. So then I start doing it like uh, with my you know Italian accent. <laughs> uh, but it's like, oh, well, you're talking more Italian when you're talking Italian. I said, because I can. <laughs> that reminds me of that scene in The Godfather. He tells the cop, hey, I'm going to speak Italian to him real quick. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and he starts exactly. going up in the restaurant. Yeah, that's funny. Exactly. Well, cool, man. Well, back to business just to wrap up, man. You, you got a book. The name of the book is Dizzy by the Numbers, correct? Correct, Amanda. And where can the people uh, purchase it from? Uh, if you don't want a signed copy, go get it at Amazon.com. You can get uh, either the printed or the Kindle version. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, and really, the Kindle, if you get the Kindle app, you can use it on any anything. You can use it on your iPhone, your Android, your you know Nexus, whatever. Uh, all you need is the Kindle app, and you can get that uh, there. Very if good. you want a signed copy, go to DisneyByTheNumbers.com. Mm-hmm. And uh, you can order from me, and I will sign it, and then uh, ship it off to you. Well, don't you always? Don't you also number it? Yes, yes. If you buy it from me, it will be numbered. If you buy it from Amazon, it will not. Oh, very cool. So out of luck on Amazon, I can't do that. Yeah, <laughs> I wish there was a way that Amazon. You know, I think he was telling me the publisher would be well. You'd have to sign like you know three thousand copies, and then send them all to Amazon. I'm like, yeah, I don't think so. <laughs> <Jeez>. <laughs> I don't think so. That's a lot. <laughs> no. That that's yeah. That's when you say, okay, Amazon, put me up in a suite for a weekend, right. and I'll do yeah. nothing but sign books every. Yeah. But if somebody bought a book off Amazon and they find you in the parks or something, can they get Absolutely. you to sign it and number it? Maybe. Yeah. Yes. Oh well, there yeah. you go. Yeah. If you want me to, you know, if we bring it to a meetup, I'll sign it there. Uh, you know, people have done that. Uh, you know, bring them to the monthly meetup, and I'll sign them there. So yeah, yeah. If you can, if you can hunt me down, which is not hard because I usually post where I am on Facebook. Right. Uh, so it's not a secret. I don't know. Maybe it should be in the witness protection program. Maybe it should be. <laughs> <laughs> no, you're not a rat. You're not, <laughs> not a rat. <laughs> but right. yeah, cool. So, speaking about the book, you said you had a question for our trivia contest. Yeah. So here's a good question, uh, right. and I'll tell you guys, uh, you know, so the people on your show can guess, and then you'll actually have the answer. Yes. You can tell them. So back, uh, I am looking at uh, that's a fact, which was my uh, guidebook. A little fact book that Disney had given me. Mm-hmm. This was from the fall and winter of ninety five, ninety six. Uh, in here, uh, River Country was still open and it had a ticket price. So, what was the cost of a one day ticket to River Country for an adult? 
Ooh, that's back, a great question. Back in 95, 96? Back in 95, 96. Interesting, great question, yeah. And of course... Yeah, so- you millennials out there. <laughs> <laughs> you want a challenge, now you got it. Those of so, you who know what yep. books are. <laughs> <laughs> so you're probably going, what's River Country? Where was that? Yeah. <laughs> You'll have to Google that and then figure out, you know, what the price was. No so. formula, just do some research, guys. And of course, send those answers to magicarway at gmail.com and we'll pick from a vat of all of the correct answers and pick one and we'll send the information, the winner's information to Tony. And Tony will send out a, a free, uh, it, it, will it be autographed? Will it be autographed and free? And numbered? And numbered. Look at and, that. and then when you number it, their names goes up on the website, right? So they can it track does. who the number, which, which number book you get. Yep. That's very oh, wow. cool. That's cool. That's very cool. That's like buying a brick. Yes. Yeah. Look at that. <laughs> yeah. I like it. I like it. I figured, you know, kind of try and figure out a way to put the numbers thing into the book thing. So No, mm. that's perfect. That's yeah. perfect. So yeah. where can they find you? Where, where can our listeners find you? Uh, like social media and, and email and whatnot. Yep. Uh, usually you can find me at uh, uh, DBTN. That's Disney by the numbers. So DBTN mm-hmm. uh, on Facebook and Twitter and all the things. You can search for my name on, uh, you know, Facebook, Tony Castellano, you can find me there. Mm-hmm. Uh, I still take friend requests. I'm not Luma Jello, I'm not up to 5,000 people. <laughs> <laughs> so I still have a couple thousand left. Uh, I still take friend requests. And you can find me on my podcast, DisneyParksPodcast.com. And uh, we are Disney Podcaster, at Disney Podcaster on Twitter. Very good. So you can find us there. And uh, you know we're on Facebook as well. Yeah, and so. we'll, we'll definitely post all those links and stuff for our listeners to find you at in our show notes. And y'all, yep. y'all do a great podcast on your own. Uh, just Thank F- you. Yeah, yeah. I just want to acknowledge that as well. I mean, we spent a lot of time talking about um, we spent a lot of time talking about the book, but y- y'all do an excellent podcast uh, twice a week. I-, I thought like I've listened to it here to there, and I've always enjoyed it. I didn't realize y'all went twice a week though. That yeah. kind of surprised yeah. me. Yeah, we're kind of crazy that way. Yeah, I get I get so behind in like listening, like I, I forget what the frequency of people re- releasing stuff is, so it just gets backed up. So I just listen to it whenever I get, uh, get around to it. And I just made yep. sure to get my friend request in right under the five thousand. Oh yeah, mark. I need to do that yeah. after I, we're I done. Did. Nice. Yeah, I'm already I'm already in there. Yeah, so. yeah. I'm and do it's that too. strange the uh, you know we do this annual survey and most people binge listen. Yeah, yeah. It's oh, kind of like yes. thing to do. It's kind of like Netflix now. They watch all yeah. episodes of a TV thing now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Great. Crazy. Well. Awesome, Tony, man. Yeah. But, hey, each their own. That's, That's right. <laughs> man, Tony, we, we definitely appreciate you coming on the show, talking about, just talking Disney, if anything, you know? And, yeah, absolutely, and, man. Thank you for being so generous with your time and going well and beyond and above, like, just talking about the book. I mean, I appreciate that so much. Actually, yeah. somebody within our age range. <laughs> yes. <laughs> we can make I'm, references. I'm the second oldest person podcasting. There you go. Disney. We could do that. We had the second oldest person on our show. There I'm gonna go. give that to uh, Scopa. Yeah, Sco- yeah, Scopa can have the first one. I don't know how old he is, but yeah, I think he's older than me. Yeah, and he's running races, so that, that makes me think. Oh, God bless him. <laughs> now I'm starting to sound like my mother. I'm blessing people. <laughs> <laughs> That's what old people do. Oh, God bless them. <laughs> bless their soul. Bless your heart. Bless your, heart. <laughs> bless your little heart. Yeah. Isn't that the way you curse the people when you're from the south? Oh, God bless their soul. Oh, God bless their heart. <laughs> Well, Tony, man, it's been great, dude. We yeah. definitely appreciate Anytime it. Anytime you uh, need me to come on and chit-chat about Disney, Absolutely. certainly uh, knock me up and, uh, you know, well, I'll hit Disney. you up. I don't know about knock you up. I'll hit you up. <laughs> That's just like we won't hook up with you. Yeah, we'll hook, like yeah. hook up. Yeah. I was going to say Yeah, I don't hook up with Lou. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys. Thanks for your time. Yeah, man. Thank you. Thank Tony, you. Really appreciate it. it was a blast, man. Thank you for, for being so generous yeah. with your time. Yep. Yeah, have a Thanks. great evening, man. All right, you man. too. All right, bye-bye. Bye. Bye. All right, guys, man, what an interview. How did you enjoy that? That was a tour de force, huh? Oh, yeah, man, Definitely that was brilliant. Stuff. Yeah, that was a good thing. In fact, you know, what you guys don't know is we did that all in one session, and so we're actually going to split it into a couple of shows, one for his book and one for the, all the other great information that he gave to us. He spent his time with us, man. It was just very nice to have Tony on the show, one of Danny's fellow paisans, you know. Oh, yeah, man. We go way back to the old country. <laughs> <laughs>
So guys, a couple of pieces of information. MagicRWay.com is the best place to find everything related to the Magic Our Way podcast from our social media links to different ways to get in touch with us, uh, past shows, show notes, a little bit more about the show, some of Danny's artwork, et cetera, et cetera. Mm-hmm. So if you want to learn more about the show, man, that is the best place to go, MagicRWay.com. So a couple of ways you can get in touch with us. MagicRWay at gmail.com is the best place to email us. If you want to call us, it's 1-815-MOWEEKEN. That's 1-815-MOWEEKEN. 669-4226, guys. You can leave us a voicemail and or text message. You can send us a text message through that. Or for some reason, if we happen to have be logged on and you call in, we'll put you on the show. Crazy enough. Maybe one of those days we'll do a quick little live show and that way you guys can kind of participate like a call-in show, mm-hmm. like the radio shows kind of do. So it's something you can do there. So another way you can get in touch with us, guys, if you go to our website, magicourway.com, you can find a little speak pipe widget on the right-hand side of the page. Just click that, send your message, and you're good to go. That's it. So if you didn't want to call, didn't want to use your landline, you happen to be on our website searching around stuff, then that's the best place to go, man. A couple ways you can further support us, man, is uh, buy some T-shirts. We got some T-shirts of some of Danny's unique designs with our logos on it. So be uh, support the Moeekin universe, uh, uh, support the brand out in public, Especially if you're touring around in any of the worlds, Disneyland, Disney World, Euro Disney, Tokyo Disney, Shanghai, if you happen to be going to China. If you happen to go to China, we'll interview. We'll definitely we'll bring you on the show because that's coming up online very, very soon. So yeah, buy some t-shirts, man. If you go on our website, we got some uh, little ads things there. We got an Amazon link. If you go shopping on Amazon, man, click on that link. It takes you right back and then you can continue on shopping. It's very non-intrusive, very easy to do. So that's as very simple as pie. As well as a couple other things that may be presented to you. Every little click does nothing but help the Magic Our Way podcast. And lastly, y'all, every time we do these shows, we get a little bit hungry. So donate some beignets to our show. Give us, buy us some beignets. $2.14 for an order of three. Uh, you can be like some of our other weekends and donate some of that. Every one of those is just does nothing but help the show, man. Keeps us going with hosting as well as everything else. Also, too, you want to support the show, man? Leave us a rating, review, and iTunes or wherever you happen to download the show. So leave us a rating, tell the people what you think about our show and everything else, and uh, that keeps us relevant, keeps us in the minds. Regardless of what kind of review you post, it still brings us up there because people are talking about it. So if we're in people's minds, then we still exist and we're good to go. Mm-hmm. Wait, pause. Do I definitely get anything? Yeah, you did. Uh, we wanted to tell Tony um, that uh, Dominic Manganelli says hello. <laughs> <laughs> Lee Bananas uh, sends his respects. <laughs> Johnny two times says, yeah. hey, hey. <laughs> and uh, God bless you, and may your first child be a masculine child. I want to get the go. papers, get the papers. That's right. All right, so a couple of things of promotion that I want to make sure we add into there. Uh, Lee, of course. Uh, agent with Magical Moments Vacations is a platinum earmarked Disney vacation uh, travel agent. You can email him at lee at magicrway.com and you can ask for a booking, get a quote. No, it doesn't cost anything for you. Uh, you can just get a quote and you, you, every little bit helps. Uh, charity that he does, Girl Power to Cure. So every booking that you do through Lee, he will also give a part of that money that he makes off of that booking to that particular charity. So there's nothing but help support research for Rett syndrome. Check that out. And next, of course, we have Eli on the show. I'll let him talk about what he's got going on. Eli, what you got? Oh, you know, uh, all about the love, Kev. It's all about the love. Oh, uh, we love the love. Always about the love. Uh, still have Project Geisha graphic novel out. Uh, you can find it online at www.peepgamecomics.com. You can do a search for that. Uh, I think it's like dollar ninety nine. You go get all the Geisha goodness. Uh, Geisha has an old Facebook page, so you go to Facebook dot com mm-hmm. and then do a search for Project Geisha. It has some art on there. Uh, I'm always looking on that site to see who likes it or who has comments about it. Uh, that's another good way to get the book. The book is done. It's done. It's not like uh, one of those things where you go on Kickstarter and say, "Hey, I'm trying to sell the book, and would you like the book?" And you know, I haven't drawn the book. And no, this book is done. You say I want it, I send it to you. For uh, dollar ninety nine? Well, digital, digital for yeah. dollar ninety nine. Yeah, digital. How much $1. is the uh, art copy? It's like five five bucks for a fully printed copy, which would be signed, which has like bonus art for both you and I on mm-hmm. the Floodgates project. So that actually has more more content with it. Yes. Um, Definitely worth the money. It's only five bucks. I mean, I saw, it's only five, and it's fully colored. It's it, like I've had people that say, "Hey, look, this is as good as any book out there." I'm like, you know, hey, thank you. I mean, look, hey, it's like anything else. Just like podcasts, you put in the time, 
you hope to get like you know the reward out of it. Um, and if you throw in a couple more bucks, Eli will put put your favorite shade of lipstick and kiss it for you. I'll do that. <laughs> I will do. That. We'll do that. <laughs> Please order it because then we will videotape that and you put will it on videotape the. Videotape me kissing it. Yeah, yeah, well, I'm gonna videotape you, you putting on lipstick like the dude from Silence of the Lambs. <laughs> oh, I'm not dancing with you know with oh your man John. We'll, we'll put yeah, that with the thing. We'll yeah, put that in and post. <laughs> I was say like I got a daughter. I've had to have you know fingernail positive. If you got a daughter, you've had your fingernails painted before. Yes. If you have it, it's coming. We'll do that. No, I, I have, and, and she's yeah. very sloppy with it. Yeah, they're always car. sloppy yeah. with it. You know, it looks yeah. like you got in a car accident. It's like, it looks great, doesn't it, Dad? Like, yeah, yeah. How do I wipe this off? <laughs> uh, uh, so, okay, but also, uh, you're always free to uh, contact me. Just say, hello, how you doing? How your mom and them doing? Who would be? Uh, so, to go through Facebook, uh, Eli Ivory, there's a picture of Batman and Stitch. That's how you know it's me. Uh, if you go on Twitter, I can be reached at Hancock10166. Uh, uh, that's via Twitter or Instagram, eIvory504. Uh, so, yeah, more than one way to always see some lovely Ivory Comics art. And thank you for the time. Awesome, guys. So on that note, man, we definitely appreciate you downloading the show. And we love uh, hearing from you guys. So please do get in touch with us. And thank you, thank you, thank you for making us a part of your po- Disney podcast life. So on that note, my name is Kevin. And I am Danny. Magic out.